Welcome to the Present and Sober podcast with your hosts, Sam Goldfinch and Ellie Crow. If you want to make your life bigger, not smaller, then this is the podcast for you. If you can sense that you're destined for more and you're curious about how drinking could be holding you back, listen in and come on this journey with us. Through the interplay of mind and body practices, we will help you elevate your daily life and discover the wonder and potential of going alcohol free. Let's make life bigger together. Hello, welcome to a very special bonus episode, <laughs> Brucey bonus episode of the Presence of a podcast with me, the Wide Mouth Frog. If anybody remembers that from the Maltesers advert, I'm a Wide Mouth Frog and I love to crunch Maltesers. And my good friend, well, Sam's here, but also <laughs> my extra good friend who's going to sing us the Opal Fruits tune, Emma Gilmore. <laughs> Opal, Opal Fruits, made to made make to your make mouth, your mouth water. water. So that's for all the 80s kids out there. And now we're going to normal services service is going to be resumed. Emma's come to visit us. Oh, sorry, Sam, do you want to say hi? Yeah, thanks for including me. Hey, team. No, it's You're your too show. young, Sam. Well, you know, 90s kid. I do remember opal fruits. You do? Yeah. I remember yeah. when Jif was called Sif as well. Do you remember? No, the other way around, yes. when Sif yeah. was called Jif. Do you remember that? Anyway, yes. I digress. Yeah. Go Ellie Crow. Yeah, we could do a whole episode on those sorts of things. Anyhow, so Emma's here for a very <laughs> special reason. She's got something to offer you, which you might be interested in. So we're going to talk about that. And we're also going to talk about a really big subject. We we noticed that, you know, being spiritual beings in these funny suits... <laughs> that we encounter lots of problems in life and there's no avoiding it and Emma wanted to come and talk to us about how you can have those moments where you're encountering something really difficult and challenging in your life and it seems like god this if I if there was ever a time I was going to drink this would be it like when if anybody remembers when Pearl got her ears pierced those kinds of episodes but the point being that these are the very moments where we can be so, in Emma's words, fucking glad that we don't drink. And we're going to tell you why. So that's the framing for this. We're going to talk about those two things. Um, but a, bit, a big love to you, Em. I'm so glad that you're here because yeah. you were, you were mm. on with us about a year ago, I think, roughly. That's right. For our Valentine's episode. And you won yeah, an it award. Was. Oh, yeah. All about love. I, I did. Yes. I did win an award. I've still got it pinned up on my wall. It's very nice. nice. So we've still got the flowers that we sent. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's lovely to be back. Thank you so much for having me back. I really appreciate it. It's you're lovely welcome. to be with you, beautiful souls. Well, we are desperate to hear more about what you're doing because your Aussie alcohol experiments had a facelift, hasn't it? Yes. Yes, it has. It's got a new name and it's called the Great. Aussie alcoholics. Yes, I love it. Hyphen live <laughs> exclamation. Yeah, I know. It's quite the upgrade. I love it. It is, isn't it? It is, and I think people will, you know, be excited about the new look and feel of it. Mm -hmm. But it, it, in reality, it is the beautiful Aussie alcohol experiment with the with a fancy new name. <laughs> Um, and I'm kicking that off on the 1st of March this year, mm. uh, first time of the year. And it's my normal version of the This Naked Mind um, alcohol experiment with myself, 
video recorded content. We have the gorgeous emails that come out with reflections and the daily live coaching with yours truly. So it's, I love it. It's how myself and Ellie stopped drinking. And so I wanted the opportunity to come on here and Sam and Ellie very kindly let me um, come on and talk about it a little I'm the guardian. You're allowed on. <laughs> no, of course, that's awesome. That sounds very exciting. And um, mm. yeah, sweet. Cool. Well, it's such a, the thing is, right, it's such a cool uh, program. Like the alcohol experiment, full stop, is amazing. amazing. What's beautiful about the great Aussie alcohol experiment is that it has a unique flavor to it, and that is youth throughout. So all of the video content is you. And mm with you know your own unique um take on things and your unique spin on it all so if you you might have done the alcohol experiment before the live alcohol experiment but this is going to be an entirely different experience so um emma will be telling us more about it at the end of the episode and we'll make sure to drop a link so you can get signed up and you've also got some other bits and pieces going on which we're going to talk about too so before we do that shall we talk about the main event the main event around why it's so fucking good to be sober when you're encountering a massive fucking problem. Because <laughs> you had quite the week, yes. my friend. I did have a week. I had a shocker of a week last week. And I kept speaking to my group, speaking to my clients, speaking to my friends and just saying, I am so glad I am not drinking through this. And it was exactly what you say, Ali, those those times when things are hugely difficult, outside of your control, really pushing all your buttons, you know. Mm. Um, and you're so grateful that you don't have that urge to drink because you know what would happen that everything would just be so much worse and you're actually able to deal with the problems and work through them and come out the other side. Mm. And for me this week, that was extraordinary. There was a lot of chocolate eaten, Mm. a lot of chocolate eaten, Mm. but it it was a really... a really good reminder that at our essence we are okay and i know you guys talk about this all the time it's like at 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 our essence at our core we know we're going to be okay and Mm -hmm. for me stopping drinking taking a break from drinking and eventually finding myself as an alcohol-free person has been part of being able to stand in some really difficult stuff and the proverbial uh, poo. It's <laughs> a <So> shit, <laughs> if you like. And manage it like a grandma. I thought I was on like a, a, a children's program. <laughs> well, not, not with Ellie around, that's for sure. Potty pot, <laughs> mouth crow. So, somebody said to me yesterday on a coaching call, she, said, uh, she probably told me the name of her, um, of her, you know, people sometimes yeah. name the alcohol voice and she called it Fanny Fuckwit. And she said, I know you like it because you've got a sailor mouth. <laughs> well, both things are correct. I do like it. And yes, I have a sailor mouth. 
it's i'm mm. glad that you were she wasn't naming her poo i appreciate that oh, no, that's... <laughs> i got a bit confused when you said like, oh my god that's too much yeah no oh <laughs> naming everyone anyway moving on um that it's amazing that you say that um because i think that i've had this thought a few times of um periods of that have come up and i've thought oh, my god how did i go through some of those things drinking mm. and the truth is well my neurology and physiology was up the wall i was fucked basically I was, my anxiety was through the roof i wasn't sleeping i was jacked on coffee cigarettes whatever right and and it was just co- just a constant balancing act of trying to be okay all the time and i wonder how i ever had time to even drink and the truth is that so many of the things that are uh, important to me that i love um they they just weren't happening or i was only paying them lip service and and yeah, it's it's really amazing to think back on that. Like my general level of just well-being is is amazing. And I think, you know, we're always feeling thought in the moment, right? So when those circumstances come up, we're feeling our special effects department like kind of vibrate in in as what it looks at. And if our neurology is already up the wall, if we're already burnt out, if we're already messed, then something comes along and it turns a molehill into a mountain. Um, and I'm not saying that like last week was mountain style stuff. So then it turns mountains into fucking, I don't know, whatever it turns them into. Yeah. And yeah, it's just a really stressful existence when you're kind of wired like that all the time. Wired, tired. Yeah. Totally. totally. And mm. even when you're triggered, I find that period of time that you get from even with or without having done the work post drinking, that tiny moment of pause that you get before reacting in most cases over the last week for me have been has been an absolute lifesaver <laughs> the amount of times had the pause not been there and I mean the pause as in that moment that you have between something coming into your head and you reacting unconsciously with it the amount of trouble I could have got myself <laughs> last week if I didn't have that little pause in there and that little ability to kind of calm myself and be with myself in difficult situations was life-changing it's what I'm glad you said that because for such a a seemingly small thing it it's so um powerful in terms of end result and Mm outcome and, and and how we feel through the process mm. as as a drinker I don't think I would ever have even recognized that that was there that that was yeah. available to me yeah. and I talk a lot about when I was drinking that the thing that I wanted most in my life was peace and I felt like I was a really reactive person and I had that whole thing going on like life's happening to me yeah and Removing alcohol gave me uh, an opportunity to realize that that state of peacefulness is inherent, like it's always there, mm-hmm. but it's masked by mm-hmm. all of the thinking and all of the stuff that's piled on top. And so when we start to strip that stuff away and we can we can experience clarity, then yeah. we ha- we have those moments. And they are so precious because we might still choose to react in a particular way, yeah. but it opens up opportunity for for choice. And the thing yeah. that 
we've somehow been talking a lot about this last year is just how much more you can accomplish by doing less. So actually that pause is a really special moment because for some of us, it's our first opportunity to test this theory out that, well, what if I don't do anything then what happens? And then we can find out things like um, all of our emotions are are self-resolving. They all, you know, um, alchemize into something else, but we often get in amongst it and agitate stuff so that, you know, we, we, we perpetuate what's going on or we uh, increase our suffering as opposed to letting something be, being, um, uh, what's the word like nurturing with ourselves through it, through the experience, sitting removed from it, witnessing it and allowing it to move on through. And the, the difference the other side of that is, is huge. 100% totally agree and even I was just reflecting on last week I'm just thinking about some of the things that could have been the situation had I been drinking like we had to have the police round and I know that if I had um, been drinking I would have had to have a drink after some of these things had occurred so when the police turned up, I would have been half cut. Yeah, yeah. And if I was the police person turning up for me, I would have been like, that's a bit. Hmm. Not sure. I'm not sure if I'm 100% with her or behind her story because of the fact that I would have smelled the booze and yeah. whatever else. So just even silly little things like that, it just made a real difference in how I was able to cope with what was going on. It was really very interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Well, it's, it's having a different level of coherency. And yeah. that amidst everything going to shit and a bunch of stuff happening mm-hmm. around you, mm-hmm. to, to have that as a home base mm-hmm. is, you know, it, it feels like you've got, some kind of stable ground to stand on when everything's shifting around you so I I think it's important because we like I remember feeling like there were things that were just too big for me to handle and emotions that were too big for me to feel that I had no chance of including them and I needed to run as far and fast in the opposite direction as I possibly could yeah when we when we choose to not numb and we yeah. we're we're fully present for it all yes it can it, you know it's all there in technical or it can feel um, enormous but we we learn that that coherency is um, a huge strength and then we build yeah. emotional resilience by going through these things so that then when yes. the next thing comes along, that point that you made right at the front, like we're all okay, we're always all going yeah. always going to be okay, yeah. then we start to have some proof. And so right. we feel less uh, afraid of the next thing coming along That's right. because we know That's that right. we've got what, everything we need inside to be able to cope. That's right. Yeah, it's powerful. I think it's one of those things where... um intellectual shit isn't very helpful in the middle of an emotional storm however it's not to say it's completely useless so 
to kind of like draw a distinction very often what I think a lot of people are trying to do is use um like being with an emotion or opening to it they're trying to get rid of it and that you know that's not how it goes like if we're truly going to open to something we have to be with it so that that looks to me like a non-intellectual very much like a a, a feeling based awareness wisdom thing but that said there's a whole list of shit that is useful to know so for me i've learned that if there's a storm raging in me I don't create stuff. I don't destroy stuff. I don't have deep and meaningfuls. I don't call my dad to have a chat about shit. I don't, you know, there's things because I, because I'm going to be, a, I'm either going to be a dick or I'm going to explain. And, and actually it's uh, it's a little bit like literally if you go out in a storm, um, well, you don't do it, do you? Like you, you look at it, you're like, okay, it's, it's rage that is raging right now, but I'm not going to go and try and build a shed. I'm not going to go and, uh, you know, try and, you just, you wait for the storm to pass. And the thing is they do, but sometimes they're sometimes they're hurricanes and sometimes they're like these little things that that pass on a lot quicker than we expect, but they're on their own time frame. That's the thing. Um they're not mm. us. And that's true of our emotional that's emotional it. stuff as well. It's not who we are. So that's it. if you can lean into the being, you know, if you can just be the screen, which is who you are, you can't be anything else. You're not the other stuff. Because the thing is at the moment it like I hope it makes me laugh. Um, I wrote something earlier this week about this trying to get rid of emotions by thinking them out is a little bit like going out into a hurricane with a piece of paper and like fanning at it going, go on <laughs> like away with you. It, it, it either the best, it just makes it a little bit more windy. It makes it worse. Right. Um, yeah. So that trust thing. Yeah. It can come from reps and it can come from a profound insight into the nature yeah. of how it works as well. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's fascinating, isn't it? And I was thinking as well about that, you know, that, concept of us and our essence and our intuition and our authenticity and there was something so good over the last week of being very very solid in the intuition you know knowing that because I, I I was talking earlier this evening about that idea that you know when we start off on this journey it's like there's something little that's knocking on the door and it's going, something's not right here. But And it's we can only just hear it, but we, we hear it enough, right? And then we come down this path. And then as we continue, slowly it grows, it, get, it grows in confidence and it grows in um, like a groundedness. It grows in like a gravitas in a way. Mm-hmm. And just even this week like negotiating things in my head of like okay so that behavior was out of wasn't correct or was too much or instead of being like oh I'm not sure doubting myself all the time it's like no 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 this is what you know my my gut's telling me and I'm going to trust it because I know it to be right Mm. that's very interesting I think remind there's a I just got it up because someone sent it to me. There's a quote by old Deepak Chopra. So the higher self is old Deepak. Deepak. The highest. He's he's, he's funny because I I like a lot of Deepak stuff. I know he gets into a lot of trouble with quantum physicists Mm -hmm. and stuff. Anyway, there seems to be a lot of wisdom in this one. The higher self is whispering to you softly in the silence between your thoughts. Just looks, that looks very real to me. Yeah. You know, because we're not our thoughts and feelings, you know, they're, they're constant variables. They're, you know, who you really are may, you know, thoughts and feelings can, they're brilliant at telling us what's moving through our perceptual reality in the moment, but 
yeah. in terms of like what's the bigger picture for us you know there there's a deeper yeah. knowing that isn't it kind of gets a bit ineffable and it and it gets a bit funky but we're talking about you know that thing that guided you to go and get a second opinion on something even though an expert was telling you yeah. that that something was the case or that knowing that you had that something was right for you to do despite everybody in your life telling you you were mental or you know mm. whatever whatever it happens to be there's a deeper level of knowing yeah. that's kind of indescribable but it's um it's it 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 has a feeling but it's not the feelings mm. that we associate with mm -hmm. our regular day-to-day -day emotions and, and yeah. things like that as it seems yeah. to me anyway yeah absolutely it feels more i was listening this morning to i think it's Stephen porges talking about the uh bagel nerve and mm, the vagal, yeah. polyvagal theory and just talking about that kind of instinct that sort of primal there's a survival instinct but there's also you know following our gut and using our, our, our less of our talking less of our cognitive to kind of assess the situation um for whether it's and yes there can be all kinds of thoughts and emotions around that but there's something that is intrinsically part of us that is our our knowing and is based on our sense of things around us regardless of what what the talk might be you know the mm -hmm. feeling of the the vibration another person's giving off the way their face looks different to their words so, you know all those kind of things that's really the body picks up in so well mm -hmm. And so um, earlier on, you mentioned about you had a load of chocolate, um, which, you know, is understandable. Um, I just thought it might be useful to tease out a little bit around, yeah. uh, you know, so, so it's like a real life example of super challenging week, super difficult. This would have been one of the times where I would have drank. I'm so glad that mm. I didn't. But can you just give us a bit of a flavor of how you attended to yourself other than the chocolate this week? <laughs> so the way that I've tried to it's been interesting because I've been thinking a lot about self-care and thinking a lot about how you know sometimes although I have used my self-care tools so I have tried to swim every day which has been amazing um done my walk done some breath work um done some gym work what you know all the things that I do physically Another part of it was, and a really important part I find for this is this, you know, sometimes I think we can self-care ourselves a little bit like, a bit like what you were talking about, Sam, with the wishing things away, that kind of mm. like, mm. I'm self-care, I'm wafting my self-care at it. Um, mm. And actually, sometimes it's just actually about saying, this is a bit shit. I'm feeling really fucking sad I'm feeling really scared this is too much and just being a little bit in comfort of your precious soul who is feeling like that you know and yes you know there might be all sorts of reasons why and whatnot and we can we can analyze ourselves out of it but there's part of it which is just like this is hard man it's mm. really hard and that's okay we're yeah. going to be okay well, if that, storm, if that storms with you, be it kind of, you know, anything that we, I mean, Ellie, you know, 
we've spoken about this a lot em as well but you know there's no positive yeah. or negative with emotions they just are but the That's ones it. that are heavy the ones that are kind of darker the, whatever yeah. makes sense to you until we if you're carrying say say grief or anything and your yeah. or fear and you're kind of like you know running a lot or you know trying to kind of like self-care yourself out of it but you haven't mm. opened you haven't actually just said to yourself okay yeah, here it goes. yeah. Yeah. then it, it's just going to sit in, in the system for a while because That's health, anything, I love what Sydney Banks used to say on this. He used to say that basically mental health says nothing of what's moving through your system. If you're, if you're open to anything that's moving through your system, you're mentally healthy. When you become mentally unstable, as he called it, was when you start going uh, and it's because of this or it's because of that. And you start pointing the finger into the outside world and move away from yeah. just the energetics of the body. Because the problem is then what you've unconsciously done is staked your state on an outside circumstance. So you've said, yeah. I feel like this because of that and I can't be okay until that changes. Or I feel yeah. like this because of that and I'm only going to feel like this for as long as I have the Ferrari or whatever yeah. it might be. When the issue is that yeah. it's thought energy. So yeah, mental health is not about feeling comfortable in the body all the time as it looks to me it's about knowing that you're safe to feel uncomfortable now that doesn't mean it's nice that doesn't mean it's like yippee like I get to but it looks to me like if you've got a a life full of love then you're going to have grief you can't have one without the other because in the human world like that's the payoff that's how it works that's you know and, and if you go into any tradition in Buddhism being in the human form is desirable because you get love but then you have suffering which is different to the god realms where it's pure pleasure all the time but there's no room for growth there's no room for spiritual ascension and all that kind of stuff so this this what we've got the feelings the colorfulness the storms and all of that that's life and it looks to me that if you don't open to it if you're only open to one half of it it's a it's a life half lived as it looks to me i don't i don't see it can work any other way I was so when it listening, sucks, it sucks. It does, it does. And I think I was listening today to, I can't remember who it was, it was probably a Gabal Mate thing or something, but they were talking about uh, this concept. And maybe it was um, Power of Now, something like that, but it was about this whole idea that, you know, don't run away from your pain because it's your it's your pain, your, your vulnerability in that pain that is going to give you that, you know, that kind of growth, that um, ability to work through it. If you run away from it, you know, you, you, you can't process it and you can't be with it, like you said. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you imagine a pan of water, full whack, full mm-hmm. flame, it bubbles and it, and in the end it, it pours through. If you turn that thing down and only simmer it, or if you turn it off, it just stays there. So it looks like very often what we think is happening is something's trying to get into us. We're like, God, I don't want this anger. What's happening is it wants out. So it's saying, release me. <laughs> and we, yeah. we think it, what we innocently think it works the other way around. So very often we're burning it off. We're burning it off. Yeah. Um, and it looks like the way through is through in, in that sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, we used to talk about that a lot here. And then it's about, yeah. oh, this scares the shit out of some of us, myself included. I was running away from stuff for 15, 20 years, but actually to yeah. find out that actually that is the, that on the other side of any storm is is sun, is clarity, mm. is, you know, 
Yeah. What a gift to see that, right? That's right. And the harm that we do ourselves by suppressing these things. Like suppressed stuff can be very hard. Well, that's the that's the irony right because a fully expressed emotion whatever it is the, mm -hmm. the system's built for that so it's got no problem mm -hmm. with acute stress or any of that kind of stuff but locked away and felt for decades yeah. then it will come back it'll bite us in the ass of course it will like it's that's yeah. the body's not designed to hold on to stuff forever it's designed to feel and then release right yeah, yeah. festering is the word that's coming into my brain festering yeah there's so many examples of it right you get a pang of guilt maybe you're like huh maybe there's a message that i did something that's not congruent with me but pick up the phone take the message hang the phone up because if you let it hang around forever it'll become toxic it'll do you in and so um so how are you feeling now back end of your week um, I'm feeling I'm feeling okay I'm feeling um I'm feeling myself mm -hmm. that's been quite nice it's just feeling yourself all the way through mm. um things have happened things have been stressful I've had to use lots of tools but I I think I you know you know when you know that you're in you're in integrity with yourself and what you're mm. doing yeah, and you've not yet not let yourself down, you know. Apart from the odd snap at the kids, bless them, which is probably how my my probably my worst uh, demonstration of when I'm in fight or flight is that's uh, tend to get a little bit like can't mm. really cope with like the day to day stuff of parenting. Like people want to eat and shit like that. Mm. <laughs> well, <laughs> Like, what's wrong with you <laughs> get some toast yeah. get some crackers <laughs> crackers for you <laughs> i'm in training to be a best parent in that way that's a lifelong they'll be about 45 i'll be like hi i've made some food <laughs> <laughs> now they're lucky to have you mate they're lucky to have someone oh, with so much self-awareness no doubt <laughs> thanks for checking and asking i appreciate it no, oh, you're very welcome. You're very welcome. Um, and so, so what's what's happening now? So now the the, the shit week is out of the way. Yes, you're back. To I got to speak tilt. to you. Got to speak to me. Got to got to speak to you too. And Which is lovely. What? So what? What's happening on? Is it Monday? What day is it? Monday. So something big on Monday. So on Monday, I'm having, I'm going to do a masterclass. It's free for anybody who wants to join. It is 7.30 p.m. Australian Melbourne, Sydney time. A-E-D-T. It's a time zone. What time do you say? 7.30 7 p.m. A-E-D-T. So is that going to be about 6.30 UK time? Yeah, it's pretty early. Pretty early. Yeah. Oh, God, I'm going to work it out now. In a minute. <laughs> You're really good at your Australian um, English uh, translations, aren't you? <laughs> you are. Love it. Um, but it's going to be about the five reasons why taking a break from booze can be effortless 
and change your life. And it's an hour long. It's going to go through my experience, our learning, the things that make such a difference in terms of mindset around stopping drinking. Um, and just go through some really practical steps on exactly how to make it. And it almost to come to it with that question, what if it was easy? As opposed to, this is going to be really awful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really hard. And it's really about the ways to do that. Because I think, you know, yes, there are difficult parts to being alcohol free or taking a break. And yes, there are some times where you have to kind of grit teeth and get on with it. But most of it isn't like that. And that wasn't our experience. And it doesn't have to be like that. And so that's what the, the masterclass is about on Monday. And I will do a replay as well. So if it's not in your time zone, I will send a replay out for anybody who signs up to it. Awesome. Well, the good news is, I've just checked, it's 8.30 in the morning UK time. That's all right. Perfect. Perfect. Very Perfect. respectable. So the, our US friends will likely be asleep, but they can catch the replay. Yes. That's right. That's right. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that's going to be the precursor. So I will have that. And then I will be launching the alcohol experiment and closing doors on that. The great Aussie alcohol experiment live. Exclamation mark. mark. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I'm a marketing genius. (laughs) Awesome. So so that's kicking off on the first. That's kicking off on the first. Wednesday. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. 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 So Thanks for coming really on. Really looking forward stuff. to doing that. Yeah. Well, yeah. thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for making time with me in your busy schedule to have me as an additional bonus episode. That's lovely. We, haven't had a bo- we haven't had a bonus before. And now no. you're our bonus. A Gilmore bonus. Gilmore bonus. <laughs> yes, exactly. We do singing. People are going to get Opal fruits. Opal fruits. All our old ads, mm. all the old ads we can do. We could probably do like uh, Men's Dent P or something like that. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. I'll let you do that, both of you. You can come in here and do a bonus. Um, yeah. Re- remembering and replaying old 80s. Uh, nostalgia. Adverts. 80s nostalgic episode. <laughs> come in our 80s get up. Yeah. Oh, my God. It would be great. It would be wonderful. It would. It would. Well, look, get yourself along to Em's Masterclass and uh and the the hang on the great live alcohol experiment no hang on the great aussie alcohol experiment live exclamation mark get on it because it's bloody awesome um is there anything else you wanted to say about it em have you got a link no just yes well well, i'll put a link in um i'll give it to yourselves to to put in the show notes and um no it's just going to be a lot of fun some giggles some great life coaching it's a relatively small group so it should be nice and intimate and it's on zoom so it's not just a facebook where you have to type it's like a oh, cool. actually gets every to day every day you get on and you can have your face on or not every day Up to you every You'd day every that. single day yeah that's yeah. Good. that's awesome a zoom. yeah cool. yeah that is an it's awesome lovely. To move into spring, or for you, I guess, move into summer, autumn. Move into winter. winter. (laughs) Shit. Autumn. I don't know what day it is. (laughs) 
<laughs> but yes, that will be great. Thank you both for letting me come on and speak about it. And it was such an interesting conversation as well. I really, I really find going through tough stuff is something that people really struggle with. And so to be able to talk about how useful it can be to well, go it says through a, tough stuff, alcohol-free. It says a lot that you're here um, sharing it here now so close to it and i think people will get yeah. a lot from that because i and it says a lot about well you are em because you know there's i'm sure for all of us there's no way we'd have been being vulnerable and sharing this shit a few years back <laughs> we'd have been like yeah. i don't know two bottles down or whatever hiding away from it yeah. right? so yeah. so like it's, totally. a, it's a big deal so good for you and thanks yeah. for coming and sharing yeah. oh thank you both so much i really appreciate it Right, I'm gonna. Very welcome, uh, and um, I'm gonna see you soon. We're gonna go on our spa day, aren't we? I know. I'm so excited. Right, before you, you before you two start spa date. Oh god, I'm gonna. I'm hitting stop now. This is. <laughs> I'm killing <laughs> this before too... it goes any further. <laughs> too many, too many poo conversations.